Pizza Hut has a new flavor, snake pizza. A pod of orcas have sunk an entire yacht in the Strait of Gibraltar. And a man was crushed to death by a manufacturing robot in South Korea. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's go. Pizza Hut is selling snake pizza. No one out pizzas the hut. You thought pineapple on a pizza was crazy? Well, how about snake on your pizza? Pizza Hut is selling snake pizza in one city, Hong Kong. American company Pizza Hut has teamed up with a century-old Hong Kong restaurant in order to put a modern spin on a traditional dish, or more simply, to put snake on a pizza. The new offering combines shredded snake meat. Ooh, that sounds lovely. Shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham, all indispensable ingredients for an authentic snake stew and part of the Hong Kong franchise's marketing plot to generate a little buzz online. Now, many of you may not know this, but um, diners in Hong Kong and southern China have long enjoyed snake stew, especially during the colder months to keep warm. According to a saying in the local Cantonese dialect, the best time to eat snake is, quote, when the autumn wind begins to blow, when they've fattened up to prepare for hibernation. Many believe that snake meat has some medicinal properties. It could improve your skin condition, and it'll warm up your body on those cold winter nights. A rich culinary culture based on snakes is pretty common across other parts of Southeast Asia as well, such as Vietnam and Thailand, where snakes are usually farmed for consumption. Pizza Hut has a statement here, quote, Paired with cheese and diced chicken, the snake meat becomes richer in taste. And this meat is very nourishing. It will boost your blood circulation. This is a common belief in traditional Chinese medicine. Combined with pizza, it marks a breakthrough from the conventional concept of what maintaining good health means while challenging one's taste buds. It says here Pizza Hut has partnered with Sir Wong Fun, a snake restaurant in central Hong Kong that's been around since 1895. Imagine a snake restaurant. Wow, snake kebabs, snake stew. What do they serve for dessert? Snake ice cream? Something? Uh, they work with this restaurant to come up with the latest recipe. It's a nine-inch pizza pie. Comes with abalone sauce instead of the conventional tomato base. And it is available until November 22nd. They interviewed a Hong Kong resident named Mabel, who is a self-described foodie. Mabel loves to try different pizzas. However, she said, quote, I think it's, like, scary... Like, snakes, like, aren't food in many cultures, like, especially in the West. Like, yeah, well, it's being served in Hong Kong, Mabel. So, bleh. and over there, pretty common in that culture. So I don't know what you're talking about. You, you're a self-described foodie, but you have no idea what the world eats for food. We now have a Rachel, who's a Hong Kong native. She is a big fan of snake soup since she first had a bowl when she was a child. She's very excited about the new item on the pizza menu. She says, quote, the texture is a bit like chicken and tastes like fish and other kinds of seafood. So I love having it as a high protein meal during the winter months. Now, you're probably wondering what kind of snakes 
are in this recipe. What kind of snakes are on the pizza? Well, it's a blend from the following breeds of snakes. Chinese rat snakes, banded crates, and white banded snakes. Oh, it's so tasty, all of those, (laughs) I think. (laughs) I would try it, man. Here's a quote from Karen Chan, the GM of Pizza Hut Hong Kong. She says, The extraordinary snake pizzas offer a perfect balance to all flavors, both tantalizing and savory for the season. Her Hong Kong locations have other plans for new menu items. They're going to be introducing a pizza made with Chinese preserved sausages featured in a clay pot rice dish that's popular among local Hong Kong people when the weather cools down. This is not the first time Asian franchises of the original American brand have adopted a more adventurous gastronomical approach in order to celebrate local food culture. In the past, Pizza Hut in Taiwan introduced pizzas made with durian, pig blood curds, and preserved eggs. Wow, pig blood curds. Not sure what that is. Pizza Hut in Japan created a pizza topped with ramen. How about that? That sounds good, too. And the craze doesn't stop with the old Pizza Hut. Domino's Pizza put boba on its pizza a few years ago in Taiwan in order to have a tribute to the local dessert drink that has gained popularity around the world. So they're really experimenting, and I think that's very smart. You know, you're a corporation trying to adapt to locals, so why not adopt some of the foods that locals already enjoy into your menu? Um, You'll find that all over the place. Even here in Los Angeles, you can actually get a pizza featuring resting bitch face on it. (laughs) A pod of orcas have sunk a large yacht. Well, to be fair, it had a SeaWorld sticker on the rudder, so you know how they feel about SeaWorld. The article begins by saying, For 45 minutes, the crew of the Grazy Mama 2... Felt as though they were under attack from below the ship. What could it be? Mermaids? Mermen? No, it was a pod of orcas. These orcas had zeroed in on the yacht's steering fin as it made its way through the Strait of Gibraltar. They rammed the yacht repeatedly, causing major damage and major leakage, according to the company that operates the boat. Rescuers were able to save the crew, thankfully. The crew was returned safely to port in, on the coast of Morocco. The vessel, though, the yacht, sank into the sea. You know, I'm kind of all for this in a way. I mean, if you're going to sink <laughs> some ships, sink the rich people's ships, you know, those big yachts. I say go for the cruise ship, orcas. Why stop here at this yacht? <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I don't condone the endangerment of cruise ship people. It says last week's incident was the latest in a string of recent attacks by orcas in the waters separating southern Europe and northern Africa. These encounters have left researchers scratching their heads. They can't figure out why. I don't know. Maybe because we've just been taking all their food and their kids. Maybe that's what it is. Since 2020, there have been about 500 encounters between orcas and boats. At least three boats total have sunk. There is no record of an orca killing a human in the wild, they say. Scientists have been trying to pinpoint the cause of all this strange behavior. One theory among researchers is these orcas are just playing around. They're just having a little fun. Other researchers say it may be that the whales like the feel of the rudder. We have a quote from a conservationist named Renault who says, 
What we think is that they're asking to have the propeller in the face. They get kind of frustrated, and that's why they break the rudder. They want the propeller in the face. What are you talking about, Renault? <laughs> they want the propeller in the face? What? Who wants a propeller in the face? That seems like a dangerous thing to have a propeller in your face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm buying this theory. Another theory is that the behavior of these orcas may be some sort of act of revenge due to possibly traumatic encounters with fishing boats in the past. Could be believable. These whales are very smart. They're just getting smarter and smarter. We have a quote from Monica, who is the director of the Orca Behavioral Institute. Well, Monica must know the reason. She works for the Orca Behavioral Institute. Let's see what she has to say. She says, I definitely think orcas are capable of complex emotions such as revenge. We can't completely rule it out. Overall, though, unfortunately, researchers, scientists, philosophers, fish people can't figure out What's going on? It's very difficult to draw any conclusions from these interactions that have been documented to date, they say. I think it's clear. The orcas aren't very pleased with human activity. They're not pleased with overfishing the seas. And um, they're evolving. They're getting smarter. Eventually, they'll evolve to fight on land. And um, I'm on Team Orca. Just for the record, I'm on Team Orca. At this, if, if the orcas are listening to this podcast, I'm on your side, guys. I get it. I get it. Yay! A robotics company employee was crushed to death by a robot in the warehouse. And it's begun, guys. The robot warlords are now here about to take over. It's happening sooner than I thought. Uh, cue the Terminator music. Your clothes. Give them to me. This story is out of South Korea, and it's very scary for humanity. A man was crushed to death by a robot after it failed to differentiate him from the boxes of food that it was supposed to be handling. Oh, man. Well, you need to carefully choose your Halloween costumes when you go to the warehouse, guys. If you're going to be a box, woohoo, watch it. All right, that's a terrible joke. A man has died in this story. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. Take backsies. The incident occurred when the man, a, robot, a robotics company employee in his 40s, was inspecting this robot. The robotic arm confused the man for a box of vegetables, grabbed him and pushed his body against the conveyor belt, crushing his face and his chest. He was sent to the hospital, but sadly, he later perished from his robotic injuries. Now, according to the company Yonhap, where this occurred... This worker robot was responsible for lifting boxes of peppers and transferring them onto pallets. Unfortunately, it did not grab a box. It grabbed a human. thought it was a box. Box detected. Box not within acceptable box dimensions. Reshaping initiated. Oops. Leakage occurred during reshaping. So sad. So sad. The man... It says a worker from the company that manufactured the robotic arm was running checks on the machine late into the night when it malfunctioned. In a statement after the incident, an official from the complex, which owns the plant, called for a more precise and safe system of robotics to be established. In March, a South Korean man in his 50s also suffered serious injuries after getting trapped by a robot while working at an automobile parts manufacturing plant as well. Well, clearly this is not an isolated incident, and I think we're going to be seeing more and more of this as we integrate robots into our daily lives, whether it's work or home. 
And then as the robots become more and more sentient, yeah, it's not looking good for us, guys. I say all this to say, please, be nice to your microwave. Yay! Operator, oh, won't you help me record this news? I'm gonna record the weirdest news that I can find, yeah. Do-do-do-do. She's living in L.A. What's up, y'all? Just thought I'd tantalize you with a little bit of Jim Croce. Uh, rest in peace, Jim Croce. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Listen to some Jim Croce today. It'll warm the cockles of your heart. I don't know what cockles are, but sounds positive. I want to thank everybody who sent me articles the last couple days. Thank you for reaching out. You can send things to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also call the phone number here and leave a voicemail, 646-450-2012. I'll publish some phone calls tomorrow on the Thursday episode, as I typically do. And if you don't like the calls, you can skip them. Um, but we, we, most of us enjoy the calls, so I'll keep doing that, despite... Uh, uh, recommendations. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, if you would like to support the show, there's a few ways you can do that. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. How about that? Leave a, re- a review of Weird AF News. Please subscribe and like it if you haven't done that. Um, you can also join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Click on the Patreon link in the description of the podcast. Download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. Or go to weirdafnews.com, the official site, and you can become a Patreon member like Emmanuel. Emmanuel has joined the patron, Patreon. And um, I got that email this morning. I was so pleased to meet a new patron member. So I just want to give a big shout out to Emmanuel for being very gratuitous and supporting the show in this very special way. So appreciate you, Emmanuel. Emmanuel or Emmanuel. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Please enjoy the extra content that I put into the Patreon. Check that out. That's, uh, I keep my patrons engaged and entertained in there doing extra things. Extra weird activities going on inside the Patreon. That's French for Patreon. Anyways, I appreciate all of you and we'll see you tomorrow for the, for the next episode because there's always a next episode, guys. There's always a, there's a, I'm, I'm in the closet every day. Yay. Good luck with my life, man.